Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of For Fantasy Purposes Only, where I, the Oracle, do my best, and I really, truly mean do my absolute best to try to lead you and guide you to fantasy sweetness. It's been a hard road, y'all. It's been a very hard road. I'm almost... Somebody called me out and said, I am not the Oracle, and it hurt my feelings a little bit. Because I am doing my best to lead you guys to fantasy sweetness and at least get you guys to the playoffs where you can at least taste the competition and taste the, you know, being close to winning your league. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure what you have on the line. I don't, I'm not sure if, you know, you put in 50, 100 in your league, 200. I don't know what the grand prize is, but. I swear I am trying to gather up the information and help you guys um, make the right decisions to win your leagues. And it is very, 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 very hard. Really, really hard. And uh, it's kind of harder than I thought it would be, honestly. But I'm still here. I'm still doing everything I can do trying to uh, get you there. Um, If you can't already tell, oh man, how did this happen? It don't even matter. It don't even matter. Uh, How many of you guys had Mason Crosby last last week? How many of you needed to stream a kicker and you had Mason Crosby, crossbar, as I will call him? Because he did not do exactly what I needed him to do. And it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad because I'm not going to say I lost because of the guy, but uh, it was a little difficult. Only good news is, is I pretty much, well, I lost in my pro league. I've been on it two. I was started off 3-0. and Now I'm on a two-game streak in my pro league. And that kind of hurts. But we're still here. We're still kicking. We're still trying to make it happen. I don't even know what this guy is doing right now. Oh, man, injuries, injuries, injuries is the key word for this year. (laughs) Injuries, injuries, injuries. I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. They are a little unfortunate, but maybe one silver lining in the cloud for me would be, uh, of course, if you don't already know, I have Leonard Fournette in all my leagues. I haven't traded him, and I haven't dropped him. Been tempted to trade him, but... Figured I've held on to him this long. I might as well just keep holding on to him. Uh, um, it looks like the plans for the Jaguars is to uh, hold him out until the end of the season, close to the end of the season, where he can uh, hopefully have enough time to get healthy after the bye week and bring him back week 10. After the bye week, excuse me. After the bye week, so I mean that that that's kind of a good thing, I guess. 
So I'm still holding on. I'm still holding on to them. But it ain't easy, man. Another good news for you guys. The league I was 0-4 in. I finally won a game in. In great fashion. Let's give me an update it. I just, uh, man, I ain't going to lie. I'm a, you know, quite a bit of shame, man, that I'm not doing a, a lot better in my leagues. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on injuries. Well, I guess I could because Joe Mixon's been out and I've been having to, you know, find somebody to replace him. Uh, freaking uh, Fat Element on the bench. Just come back this week. I've had... Uh, I've had uh, Alshon Jeffries, who's just coming back for the past few weeks. <sighs> my quarterback situations, I've been streaming. My T situation isn't as good as I thought it was, but possibly good news on that as well. I have Greg Olson in a lot of my leagues. He's coming back, hopefully this week. And it's looking like they need another threat in receiving. So, and, you know, that, that of course, is Cam Newton's number one target. I project uh, me, myself. What do you know about football, fantasy football, Oracle? You don't know anything about fantasy football. Oh, all the hate is starting to come in. Starting to hurt a tad bit. It's got me questioning myself about my whole championship pedigree and my whole ability to help others. And really just me second guessing if I deserve to call myself the Oracle. So if I was the Oracle, I would be able to see all the. <laughs> but it's not that. It's, you know, it's more to it. You. You got to have some people that, you know, it's on the back burner, like I said. And oh, believe me, I got some people on the back burner for sure. I got some people still waiting on. But, you know, that's enough of my sad story. Just a little depressed a little bit. Just a little bit. If not a lot of bit, actually. Oh man, I'm looking at this uh, New York's New York and uh, Panthers game, and it looks like oh man, I'm not quite sure what happened. Oh man, it looks like oh okay, he ran off the field, but he oh he dropped again. Is he okay? I mean, let me check on that situation. Uh, if you don't know who I'm talking about, then I'm definitely talking about uh, Devin Functions. Doesn't say he was out of held out of practice or anything like that. It doesn't say that. So I'm guessing he's okay. I guess he's all right. Uh 
there's probably a few things you should keep your eye on for this week. Um, you guys got to forgive me. I am a little down about the fantasy football thing. But, you know, I'm not as lit as I usually am. Because I usually am really super lit. But today, I'm not really super lit. <laughs> I'm kind of just regular me. And we're trying it out. See how I like it. See how it happens. Trying to keep my system clean. Because I could possibly be looking for a new job. If you care about my personal life at all. <laughs> but you probably don't. You probably just care about fantasy football. And you want me to talk about fantasy football. Uh, one thing that, uh, one move I made this week, I definitely, I mean, I had a uh, fair baron. I actually drafted him, but I ended up dropping him in that first game. It wasn't looking good to me, man. just wasn't looking good after that second game. You know, he's been missing a couple of free kicks, but. Been back on track. He's been looking good. And plus, it's nice to have somebody from a team that you like and enjoy, you know, your favorite team, and you could kind of have, like, a part of their success. So, with that being said, I mean, I have the uh, Deontay uh, Foreman in all my leagues. and Well, okay, most of my leagues. And I'm just kind of – I got him on my IR sitting and waiting. I had Lamar Miller, but I ended up dropping him this week because Lamar Miller, I don't know what happened to him, man. His heart just isn't in football or isn't with the Texans or it just isn't there. And so, man, that was such a great kick. That was such a great kick. That was a really good kick by Gino. So, I dropped him. I dropped him for Chris Ivory, only because um, the Shady McCoy thing could lead to something. I mean, I have McCoy as well, but I also picked up Chris Ivory, obviously, because that would give me two starting running backs. So, why not pick him up? Have him. Man, shout out to James Conner last week, man. Shout out to James Conner. Same guy I got in pretty much the last round in all my leagues or off a of waiver. And I have him in every league. And he's been good. He's been real good. Um, I'm not really too sure about the Le'Veon Bell situation. Um, to me, it just seems like the Steelers probably need to trade him because the locker room seems to be divided and against him. And you don't want it to be a situation where the linemen just step to the side and let the defenders just devour him up to try to make a point. Like I could totally see that happen. That would be an ugly sight as far as football goes, because football is the ultimate team sport. And to see those guys really just not even, you know, for the team, try to protect him, you know, just let the defenses gobble him up and possibly injure himself. Doesn't seem good. But um, for now, I got James Conner for another week. We'll see how it goes for week seven.
in the Shady McCoy situation, like I said, Shady McCoy, that's my guy. He's my boy. Whether, I mean, no matter where he goes, if he stays with the Bills, the Bills aren't a great team. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. As far as the Jaguars go with Leonard Fournette and Jamal Charles, uh, I think um, not Grant. Is his name Grant? What's the running back that they had that went on IR? I don't think Jamal Charles, I don't think you could exactly have him. I mean, a few people picked him up, but he's really off my radar. He has an injury. He's kind of injury prone himself. And, you know, he's just, I mean, he might get a couple of easy calls this week. It's like three and one or, you know, one yard. You know, he might get a one yard. To, man, Sonny Michelle is blossoming quite nicely. I didn't think he'd be good. I thought he'd be a bust, honestly. But he is honestly running the ball really good. I don't know. He just reminds me of uh, Mike Gillisley. And you know what happened with that? It didn't happen, actually. Oh, well, it happened, but he ended up getting hurt. But they drafted Sony Marcel. It's looking really good. It's looking really, really good. Uh, of course, you know, I've been streaming my quarterbacks as well. I can't believe that in some of my leagues, um, Mr. Bisky was still there. So I picked up Mr. Bisky. And I also, uh, in my other leagues, I picked up, boy, it's really hot in here in this closet. Oh, it's hot. It's hot in this closet, y'all. Uh, I took a chance on Jameis Winston as well. I see him having a ton of turnovers, yes, but. Man, I just I'm I'm I already see my style of play. My style of play is I'm 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 a haymaker. Like you know, it, it just takes one big punch to knock somebody out. You know what I mean? And you might put all your energy in that one punch as a boxer, and you can miss and leave yourself open to a body or a headshot counter shot. Or, you know, you put all your energy into the haymaker and you are you have no energy for jabs and other straight rights and hooks and punches down the line, which is very true. But if you connect with that haymaker, you've either <laughs> knocked out your opponent or you hurt them quite badly, so... And hopefully the rest of your team can come and do the rest. So that is really the whole reason why I've taken a chance on Jameis Winston. I don't expect him to be the best uh, quarterback, you know what I mean? But to get him off waiver and not, you know, have to draft a quarterback that can hopefully – you know, maybe this could be a sign. Of the, I mean, the offense seems to be together. They definitely have the weapons. They have the weapons. They just need somebody to get the ball to them. Um, can Jameis Winston do it? He's got a great arm. Accuracy's not good. It's known for turning the ball over. He'll try things he shouldn't try. And 
you know, it's, it's, it's a big risk. It's a big chance. But in this game of fantasy, there's no, 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 no. It, it rewards the people who take chances. It's just the way it is. It's just, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you why that is. I mean, I guess because it's gambling in the end of it, you know, no matter how you look at it, you're pretty much gambling on these people because you just don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when injuries is going to occur. You don't know if the game plan is for that person. Are they going to use them? Are they going to try to exploit other weaknesses? As far as the team goes, so, I mean, you just really, you never know. But I'm taking a chance on James Winston because can he throw three interceptions and have three fumbles just like uh, (laughs) Phillip Rivers? Yes, yes, he very well could. But could he also throw four touchdowns and and run two of them in? Or the other way, throw two touchdowns and run three of them in? Yeah, he very well could. Could he? Could he have 35 points um, against a division rivalry at Atlanta? He definitely could, you know. So that's pretty much uh, my whole reason for taking a chance on Jameis Winston. And then Mr. Bisky, if you haven't listened to my earlier uh, podcast, which you should definitely do, week one. Just go listen to him. Um, I drafted Mitch Trubisky, but end up dropping him because I just – he's got the weapons as well, but uh, I think he – him himself might have a little bit trouble of getting the weapon, the ball. But the, he definitely has the weapons. He definitely has that. And I mean, but even after that six-game touchdown or six that game where he had, excuse me, six touchdowns, he was still on waiver after bye week last week. So, I mean, I definitely feel like he's an upgrade from what I had. And what I had was, uh, it was a uh, Blake Bortles. Yeah. Some, some, some leagues, you know, for the bye week last week, I went with Alex Smith in some leagues and I also went with Blake Bortles. So I guess you already know how that went off. I guess like long-term Alex Smith wouldn't be so bad. But he definitely, I don't think he could turn it up. I need somebody who who can boom. I need some boomer. I need a boomer. I need a boomer, not a puma. <laughs> For real. I need a boomer, not a puma. So, and I mean, it's nice. My wide receivers in like most of my leagues are looking suspect. My My running backs are excellent, but my wide receivers are looking quite suspect. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I've been streaming my quarterback. I've been streaming my tight end. I've been streaming my kicker. I've been streaming my defense. And I've been streaming flex in all my leagues pretty much all year. And it's been a lot of work. And with a lot of that work, it's been coming in on a little bit of doubt, if not a lot of doubt, a lot of work, a lot of doubt. Because I just don't feel like, even though I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm in the mid pack. It's hurting because, you know, I'm, I projected to have the least points pretty much in all my leagues every week. 
except for this week, except for this week, I'm actually, my teams are actually starting to get, you know, as far as the projections, they're starting to get up there. I'm starting to not be the last, dead last person. I'm starting to be that third last. <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm like top, top five. Top, I mean, you know, top three, even throughout the bye week. So, like I said, that was kind of the whole point of me getting everyone who is listening. Hopefully, I haven't lost any listeners, which the numbers have indicated that I have lost listeners because I've been on a, a bit of a losing streak. And it hurts, it hurts, it hurts because I'm feeling like you guys are starting to feel like that I am not the Oracle. I am not who I appear to be. I am not the person to go to for fantasy advice. And that's a little disappointing on me. Only because I didn't, I I just, I like, you know, I was just so cheerful at the beginning. I just, you know, we all want to win, but I just thought I would, I had it down a little bit more than other people. And the injuries are kind of holding me back. The fact that my wife, you know, I went top heavy on my running backs and kind of lagged on my other positions, kind of hurt me there. But, you know, I was also cool with streaming quarterbacks, streaming tight ends, streaming kickers, and streaming uh, my defense. So I, I went into the league, I mean, into the season knowing that those would be real possibilities for me. But it seems to me that I'm just looking for that one person. Like, I'm still looking. I'm still looking. I'm still looking for that one person who could turn it all around. Uh, I I just let me say this real quick. Uh, as far as the Corey Clement and the uh, Corey Clement and the Smallwood sit Wendell Smallwood situation, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm pretty much either first or second in waiver in all my leagues still, and I decided not to go after one of those players, even though Jay Ajayi is out for the season with the torn ACL. Because I I, I just don't validate that. I just don't see that as a reason to leave my spot in waiver, to go 50-50 on one or the other. And they're still acquiring, you know, really honestly, the Josh Allen kid from the practice squad, squad that they picked up, if I go after anybody, I would probably go after him the most only because he's more of a runner, a runner through the tackle versus uh, I feel like Wendell Smallwood has had plenty of opportunities. Corey Komet, I, I I figured he would come, but I figured he would steal the lead role eventually. I didn't think it would be because of injury. I figured it would be because of, you know, the ability, his, his talent. But it looks to me like Philadelphia is second-guessing it because, I mean, to let it be known that you've asked a team about a running back, about LaShawn McCoy, you know what I mean? You openly admitted that. That that says a lot about what you, you know, what you think about what you have. Like, you you feel like you don't think what you have is good enough and 
and you know LaShawn LaCoy is a little bit more deadlier in the the run game. Is he's a really good catcher as well. I would think that was an upgrade if he were to go to Philly. That's why I wasn't willing to leave my spot in waiver to go after uh, Smallwood or Corey Clement. But, I mean, for those who did, I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. You definitely could do that. But me, I just I don't feel like this. Star. Like I'm, I'm still waiting. Like I, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I'm waiting for. But I'm, I, I, I know I have these losing records in some leagues, and some of my leagues are fifty-fifty. Well, okay, like maybe like four leagues. I'm like, okay, maybe three leagues. I'm like three and two. Maybe four leagues. I'm like two and three, and maybe like three leagues. I'm like one and four. Maybe quite positive. No, 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 no. That's wrong. Maybe two leagues. I'm like one and four. But I'm still, I'm still looking. I'm still searching for that one person. And I'm still asking God to give me revelation on who this one person is. Who is this one person that could turn it all around? Who is this one person who could change pretty much my destiny? Pretty much take me far and above and beyond you know, a, a championship arc and take me all the way up. And, you know, I, you know, even if I just barely make the playoffs at one and four, like I, I make it into the playoffs and I just continue to skyrocket to the top. Like I'm still looking for that one person that can do that for me. And I don't feel like I found them just yet. I don't have that person. I don't think. So that's why I am uh, uh, I'm a lot more desperate than a lot of other people who are in my leagues and are playing in my leagues <sighs> because, you know, I mean, I have James Conner, but who knows how long that'll last. I think Greg Olson, if he stays healthy, like I said, I've been streaming TEs, tight ends, and to have Greg Olson – I feel a little comfortable and a little better about the situation because he is Cam Newton's favorite target. So I should, I think I should see an increase in my tight end position there. I should see an increase there. But, you know, I'm just waiting on Leonard Fournette. And I'm also thinking maybe it's good that I, even though I drafted Leonard Fournette, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm a little. I'm a, I just put. I put. I put time and I put everything I got into this fantasy football thing, man. And it's not turning out like I needed to turn out. And maybe it's you know it's still early. It's only week six. I, I'm not like extremely worried, but I'm. I, I'm definitely not dominant. I definitely don't have the dominance. I'm definitely you know shuffling. And I'm definitely looking still for that for an edge for just, for just a small edge, and I take advantage of it. And whatever it takes for me to get it, whether it's sticking by my phone three o'clock in the morning, waiting for something you know some news to pop up where I can immediately go pick that person up, or if it's saving my place and waiver and not giving that away. 
you know, not saying, you know, there's been a lot of injuries this year, but and I just need that for sure, for sure person. I just need that for sure one or two, really just one, just one. I don't know. I, I feel like if I had that one person that was a for sure, for sure person that could, you know, week six, week eight, you know, I get them week seven or eight or something like that, and they have 200 points from here to the end of the year, and I'm, you know, just 20 points here, 20 points, 20 points, 20 points, 20, 50, 40, 50, 40, 50, 30, you know, 20 points every week type player. And they just rise to the occasion because they don't have any tape on them, and they just maximize their opportunity. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm still looking. I'm still trying to do everything I can to keep my apples in the same basket. It's just so if that person happens to pop up, I can be the person to grab them. And I also don't want to miss the opportunity to get that person. I mean, it, honestly, as far as waiver wire go, maybe the only per one of the only people I kind of regret. Well, okay, I, I got two regrets probably um, is dropping Chris Carson quite possibly. I know I said earlier in my podcast episodes that he was my dog, he was my guy, but I just felt like, man, that situation. With him, Rashad Penny, and even Mike Evans getting touches now. Like, that committee stuff is just, it, it hurts, man. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And I just want, <laughs> I just want the coach to just, just stick with one person and that'd be good. And I don't have to second guess that. I don't have to second guess about playing them in a RB1 spot or wide receiver one spot. Like, I know what they could do. But this is me. This is me. This is where I'm at. This is what I've been left with. You got Joe Mixon. So uh, everybody who's been following me, everybody who's been halfway listening to the things I say, hopefully I still have your attention. Hopefully I still have your trust. And I'm just, I'm just really just here to just say that I'm really trying to do my best to lead you guys to that one person who's going to turn it all around. Who's going to change our destiny. And, um, I'm taking a chance on uh, John Washington from uh, the Steelers. I mean, I picked him up because I didn't know. I mean, the whole AB thing was kind of weird three weeks ago with him saying, trade me. Let's find out, you know, if the Steelers would still be a good team. You know, that's not a good message to send to your front office. But then again, they just gave him a big contract, so – I don't know, but it's also another situation that I just saw yesterday with Antonio Brown uh, having some trouble over the summer. Uh, apparently, somebody broke into his house, stole some money, stole a gun, stole a car as well, and he reacted by throwing vases and things out of his second story of his house in Miami, and he 
came close to hitting a toddler or something. And the guy who is the father of the toddler is planning on suing Antonio Brown for the incident that happened over the summer. So I just feel like, man, it's just one thing after another with uh, Antonio Brown. I'm really, I'm really sad, you guys, because I really, I'm just, I just, I'm really just looking for that, looking for somebody who can just turn it all around. So I say that because I picked up James Washington in all my leagues, pretty much, and most of them, because that situation too, just it just isn't looking good as far as like behavioral behavior, like it's just not looking good for Antonio Brown. I had him last year. Uh, you know, he helped me win in my league last year. He honestly, he was the driving force. Well, he was the driving force to my, you know, my run to the championship. And of course, he was out that last game because of calf injury. So he he was a big part of that, honestly. Him and Leonard Fournette, of course. Oh, and Zach Ertz. <laughs> and Zach Ertz. And, uh, but this year, uh, man, this, this is just one incident after another with Antonio Brown. I don't know how long the, the Steelers can just overlook these things, even though he's the, he's the play. He's, he's the guy. <laughs> he's the playmaker. I feel like they've, I mean, I am gonna. I'm not gonna say they've seen enough, but I I feel like we've all seen enough of Juju Smith Uster to kind of, you know, uh, Antonio. I don't think you can't be replaced, bro. You got somebody who's right here on your heels. So if anything was to happen to him in the near future, a week or two, I picked up John Washington again. Uh, and maybe with John Washington, maybe he could possibly, quite possibly, maybe, just maybe, be that person we're looking for. Well, I'm looking for, but I'll say we because hopefully you're listening and hopefully you've taken into consideration the things I've said. So, I mean, but it's, it's really a lot of positives. I'm a little down. Maybe, you know, I'm down now a little bit, but I'm not out. I'm definitely not out. I definitely don't feel out. I don't feel out, but I do feel like I have a very, 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 very little room for error. Like I I have a one percent uh gap window of error like this is one percent this is so small not even one like 0.1 not 0.001 but 0.1 percent and you know i i just i i can't take any more losses really in a lot of leagues and i don't want to take it i don't i mean could could you be the afc and win the league yeah you could but you really don't want to be that person you really don't want to be that person you, you want to have the dominant team that no matter who you plug in, you could come up with the win. And that is not the case for me at this point. And at this point, at this point, but can it, can it happen? Yeah. 
it could all turn around. So it'll be all right. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. But we just got to keep fighting. We got to keep trying to look for those opportunities to um, insert and to to pick up the dominance and to, you know to have those people. So I feel like maybe it, it hurts me and it tears me up because, you know, Leonard Fournette was my first round pick. I'm not going to say he's a bust. I'm still holding on to him. I, I felt like I've hold on, I've held on to other people a lot longer <laughs> than 10 weeks. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, that for me also makes me feel like it'll be okay. Hopefully he'll come back week 10, 100% or healthy and if I need to grab some wins at the end hopefully he's there to dominate and to grab wins for me and then hopefully he'll stay healthy and remain healthy throughout the fantasy playoffs as well and I'll always and I'll have him there because the competition after their bye week if he comes back week 10 they go against Indy they got Philly Excuse me, they got Indy, they got Pittsburgh, they got Buffalo, which should be a blowout. They got another game with Indy, which those two hopefully are blowouts there. Tennessee might be a the head scratcher. Um, Washington should be a blowout. And then Miami week 16. So if I have them, if I make it to the championship and Leonard Fournette is there, he definitely will be plugged in week 16. <laughs> so maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we've gone through a hardship after – in the beginning to hopefully get over our hardship at the end. Hopefully, you know, it'll, it'll even out. We, we've been struggling. We've been looking, but maybe we've had them all along. Maybe it's just about the timing. Maybe it's about, you know, the timing. Uh, like I said, I got Royal Jones. Hopefully he'll be effective. I think he could. He's a pretty hard runner. So maybe he'll be effective. Maybe he'll be there. We'll see. We'll see. Neontae Foreman. John Washington really could probably be that person as well. Maybe. Maybe. Because his AB, this whole AB thing is just making me scratch my head. Like, I really don't know what's going on with this guy. I really don't know. He's got a lot of stuff. Like, why am I just not hearing? Like, I've been following all things related in football, and I'm just now hearing about this incident. That's kind of crazy to me, really. And it doesn't seem good. It doesn't seem good. It, it seems to me that that there, that situation I just spoke of, of Antonio Brown in his house in Miami, I deem that as suspension worthy like he's already on thin ice i think like that's that that is suspension worthy you're throwing out the vase and you're you got people on the side of the road little children whose lives are in jeopardy because you know you can't hold your well i mean i would be pretty pissed too honestly if if i found out eight eighty thousand dollars was missing a car and a gun but if he gets sued or whatever, it just it doesn't it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. So therefore I've picked up John Washington in hopes and desperation and 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 
big, 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 big. Yeah, I'm desperate. I'm des. God, I admit it. Hands to the Lord right now. I know you're listening to my podcast, but if you can see me, my hands are way up high and I'm looking up to the sky and I'm saying, Lord, I am very, 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 very desperate right now. Very, very desperate. And I mean, I feel like with everybody else on my bench, I got freaking Deontay Foreman still out. Greg Olson is just now coming back. So, I mean, I have him available now, but who knows how that's going to turn out. He could probably maybe, oh, well, I ain't going to say maybe, but he, what if he refractures his foot again? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't know. Just don't know. But these are the people, these are the expendables that I am taking a chance on. I I literally have a team of expendables here. Like, they don't mesh. They don't go together. They're strictly b- busted boom, buster boom people. And I just hope they boom. But they're, they're a lot, of, most of them are, uh, I mean, boom, buster boom people. Besides Tyree Kill. Ashawn Jeffries, I don't think so. He's definitely a number one. Jordan Howard, you know, is any given week that they could go to Tariq Colin. That's my second round pick, you know. Oh, man. We got a lot of work to do, y'all. We got a lot of work to do, but we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep trying to make the best out of all these situations. And hopefully we can go on at least a, a pretty good run. Hopefully we can go on a winning streak and get to the playoffs. Let's just let's just worry about getting to the playoffs before we worry about the championship. Let's just let's, 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 let's just do one thing at a time, everyone. <sighs> but it really does matter to me if everybody is out there continue to listen because I really, I mean, as much as I would love to monetize my. Uh, podcast to the point where you know hopefully i could join a little some more high dollar leagues (laughs) and also maybe quite possibly not making a living but you know have it so at one point of the year where i'm making really good money and hopefully can prosper from that and other aspects in life would be great but I know it's going to take you guys. It's going to take all the loyal listeners. It's going to take all the loyal audience. Everybody who's pulling for me. Everybody who wants me to win. I mean, you might have your haters in between there that uh, listen to episodes like this. Oh, he crying. He crying. He crying on that episode. He a punk. He a punk. He... Man, y'all just don't know how invested I am with fantasy football. So invested, so very invested. Day and night, day and night. I'm checking waiver. Trying. Well, I haven't been watching all the games lately, but I try to watch all the games, at least the highlights. I don't watch the ones where I watch on Sundays, but I take all Sunday, pretty much all Sundays, to watch the games. So I ain't got a lot riding on it, but I have a lot of myself invested in it. I have a lot of myself invested and I just want to have a good product for y'all as well. And for you guys to believe in me as much as I think I believe in myself. So hopefully I haven't lost that. 
Hopefully, this is as real and as genuine as I can be. And hopefully, you tune in and continue to tune in week after week to listen to what the Oracle has to say. As I do my best to lead you guys to fantasy sweetness. And believe me, it is sweet. It is sweet winning your league. It is sweet being number one at the end of the year after you've invested your so, yourself, so much of yourself into something. It is sweet to not only have the bragging rights, but to, to have some win, <laughs> some earnings. <laughs> I'm not going to say winnings. I mean, yeah, it's winnings, but it's, it's earnings. It's, it's really earnings, really, because you earned it. You earned it. You did everything possible. You did everything you could do. You put the team together, and their success is your success for sure. And I try to not forget to at least give credit to where credit is due. So we're here, you guys. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. here. Trying to make it happen. We're trying to make it happen. We're still going. We're still fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting, everybody. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't think because you're 1-0, things can't turn around. Don't think because you're 0-5, things can't turn around either. Just keep doing what you can do. Maybe you could slide your way into the number eight seed and or will slide your way into the last slot of your playoff bracket. And who knows what can happen from there. Nobody knows what can happen. It's, you know. It's a game of chance, it's a game of probability, it's a game of numbers, but sometimes all that probabilities and numbers and everything can work out for your favor. So don't stop, don't stop fighting, don't stop looking for the one. I'm still looking for the one. So I guess that's enough said for this week. <laughs> that's enough depressions upon the airwaves and the ears that are listening. I am the Oracle. This is for fantasy purposes only, and hopefully I'll see you next time.